0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. It is Logan, and today we're going to be doing our 1K special review. Well, it's, it's the 1K special, but I'm going to be doing a review, and we're going to be doing it on the Battle Angel Alita Volume 2 book, even though I've read Volumes 1 through 5, including the special stories in the box set. But I can now do an official review, and we're not going to be comparing it to the movie or anything. We're just going to be—I um, might bring up and reference the movie, but we're not doing direct comparisons anymore because the main movie pretty much followed the whole first volume. So we're just going to get into the second volume. So in volume two, this takes place a few years after the events of the first volume. And Alia at this point, has become a professional motorball player and has been doing it very successfully and rising the ranks throughout the leagues, which is, like, three different leagues. And in the book, I, I forgot exactly how they described it, but in the book, because they have descriptions of, like, the factory and everything uh, in the series, and they talked about the different leagues that there was. But anyway, so Alita has a different body. And throughout the whole manga run, she gets like three or four different bodies because she goes from having the one Ito gives her in volume one to having the Berserker body at the end of volume one to having her Motorball body, which she has for all of number or, or all of uh, volume two. I think she does get like a civilian um, model of a cyborg body, I believe, as well. But for the most part, they focus on her being a um, a Motorball champion. So Ito at this time is kind of trying to, you know, look for Alita. He's feeling quite guilty, um, and he ends up finding Alita uh, after one of her races or one of her matches, and, you know, he was in the sewers when he found her, and he was screaming to her, and then the guards caught up to him, and then she kind of just walked away. And as it progresses, she kind of feels bad, uh, about, you know, leaving Edo and everything. But as this volume progresses, and I've read this volume a little while ago. It's it's not the most recent in my mind, but so it's okay. I might take a few seconds to remember a few things. But there's this guy named uh, Jajuskin or, or Yuskin, uh, something like that. And he's like the star motorbar, motorball player. Like he's like number one. And he has like this... Um, Panzer Kranz or something like that. It's it's a different martial arts form, and Alita has her Panzerkunst. And they you, they talk a lot about um, how his, his uh, form of martial arts can pretty much rival hers and how it's not superior, but depending on how much uh, they focus onto their specific fighting styles that they're the perfect match. So a lot of Volume 2 has to do with Alita trying to get up and face... Um, Jerskin and, and pretty much go on a 1v1 match with him, right? And that's kind of what her main goal is throughout uh, Volume 2, along with trying to repair her relationship with Ido towards the end. Uh, she loses a few people along the way and beat up some other champions who end up gaining respect for her and joining her in her match against... Uh, Jerskin? jehuskin I'm sorry, guys. I'm, not, I'm butchering the names. I don't have the... I don't have the manga in front of me right now. I'm just in the hallway doing this, but so th- so in this uh, volume, uh, she you know ends up having quite a few different things happen, even though it mainly centers on uh, motorball. You know, she's trying to repair her relationship with Ido, at the same time she's trying to become uh, one of the top motorball stars and get the matchup that she wants with the uh, fighter that she wants, and when the fight act fighting actually starts and even before the fighting starts it's actually revealed that Ido has been he meets meets this girl named shumara which is the main champion's uh sister little sister and he ends up joining the side um of jehuskin and he ends up Kind of going, I guess. Alita sees him as betraying her in that sense. Once he joins his team, and ultimately, what Ito does, he kind of tries to help him uh, repair his body. And he has like these mind spasms because he got all these cyborg augmentations that made him like real a really good motorball player, Uh, but at the risk of dying every time he uses them or having uh, very serious seizures. And it gets to a point in uh, later on in the volume where. He's actually dying from it, and that it's ter- pretty much um, deteriorating his brain away. So he's having to struggle with that throughout the whole way. But his goal, he knows he's going to die, and he tells Ito to not really repair him or waste his time repairing him, but to take care of his little sister and to just have him be ready enough to be able to fight Alita and face her in the final matchup. So that way he can go down as a champion. So he, that was his personal struggles, and he even comes in in other volumes when Alita thinks back to her past, and even when she gets put into a Ouroboros, um sort of dream state uh, from Nova Destiny Nova. She ends up fighting him again. So he makes more than uh, more appearances throughout the volumes, except uh, Volume Two. But he's dead by the end of Volume Two. And Alita, by the end of Volume 2, you know, gets what she wants. You know, she gets the fight and the matchup she wants. She does end up walking away victorious. Um, And then her and Ito, I believe they, I read it a little while ago, but I'm pretty sure that they ended up becoming okay. But then at the beginning of Volume 3, they're like, you know, she has nothing to do with him. Um... But yeah, so volume two, I think, out of all the volumes of Alita, other than volume one, is kind of like on the no. I think volume two is kind of the most lighthearted volume out of all of them, because volume two is just really focusing on the motorball aspect mostly. Yeah, she's you know she's struggling with um, leaving Ido, and because he's like a father figure to her, and she struggles with that eventually as time goes on. And she's trying to not impress everybody, but kind of be what uh, she wants, everyone wants her to be, I guess. You know, th- like she, they're very hopeful for her and she's trying to live up to their expectations. That's that's the wording that I'm looking for. So she's trying to do that while at the same time um, dealing with some personal internal struggles. And whenever Alita tends to get angry, she kind of, you know, just goes and beats everyone up without really thinking about it until afterwards and then being traumatized by it. And then, of course, on the other side, you have the champion, um, Jahuskin, who's trying to pretty much face Alita end his career on a high note, but he knows inevitably he's going to die because he's been dealing with these uh, augmentation seizures and having his brain pretty much get destroyed every time they happen for years at this point where he's kind of just given up and he just doesn't want to deal with it anymore. So at the end of Volume 2, that's where we're left. Now, Volumes 3, 4, and 5 all take place outside of Iron City. Or not Iron City, the scrapyard. It's called Iron City in the movie. But so they switch uh, gears and they turn Alita into this, not bounty hunter, because she was a bounty hunter in in volume one, but she's a tuned agent. I know I said I wasn't going to do the other volumes, but I think the other volumes kind of need to be talked about, at least um, to some degree, because I'm not going to do like a full in-depth review of all the other three novels, just because it... It would take forever, and then I would start geeking out, and then you'd be here for like two hours. So I'm kind of, kind of give a little summary of each of them. So the last three novels is basically Alita trying to go after Destinova, and Destinova is the one who kind of killed Ido and told Alita when when she found out about uh, him doing this, she ended up tracking him down, and then he was saying, well, if you kill me, then I can't bring Ido back to life, and then she hesitates enough for him to get away. So that makes Nova get away, and that's kind of where the, these three books take place. And so now she's hunting him down to try to bring back Edo. And she ends up getting very badly destroyed. She also meets uh, this martial artist, and he's, he turns into Gun for Hire at one point in the novel. Uh, but his name, I believe, is like uh, Finger Four or something like that. And ultimately what he is is kind of somebody that really likes Alita and her fighting style and is interested. And he kind of falls in love with her as the three novels progress, mainly by the end of novel three. But Alita ends up turning into a tuned agent after she gets destroyed in an explosion. She goes into this dream state and is like, you know, we'll give you a new body. We'll give you some new powers uh, if you uh, work for us. And, and they give her even, like, uh, guns and stuff. which Guns are illegal, but tuned agents can have guns. So they give her guns, they give her a new body, and they give her a new chance at life as long as she does the missions for Zalem. And her main mission is to find Nova, but then, you know, they also ask her to start, uh, stop Barjack, and Jack is kind of like a uh, raider of, of sorts. He's not really a raider so much as he is kind of like a warlord, but he uh, is on the, in the Outlands, and he's trying to shoot down Zalem with his big cannon. And it turns out that it's Nova's son, who has, like, a split personality, one being Den, which is uh, the Barjack's uh, main leader. And then you have him being known as Chaos when he's just his—and he's kind of crippled. He actually has, like, a crippling dis- disability for walking, but he has his radio show and stuff for the— for the uh, whole Wasteland stuff, or, or the Outlands, and, you know, he has a split personality, and he even fights Alita for a little bit, but Chan's uh, overwhelming him and beating him. And then they did, um, in the last volume, it was, you know, Alita caught up to Desi Nova. She believes that she killed him for everything they've done. They reveal that Zolomites, instead of having a brain inside their head, has these chips that are implanted in their, br- in their brain with all their cognitive functions, their memories, and just all this information just on this little chip implanted where their brain was so this if for everybody that's listening to this for instance like the director for Edo, it's what drove Edo to want to uh, not remember everything kind of get like memory wiped is because it drove people so insane that they started killing themselves because knowing that they don't have a actual brain in their head but a, a chip So at the end of Alita's final volume, Alita ends up uh, dying. She gets in in the original volume when uh, Yukito Kishiro thought he was, uh, well, he was dying of cancer. And he ended off Alita series with Alita getting blown up and Destiny Nova finding a piece of her brain. Uh, but then once he recovered, he ended up making the Battle Angel, or Battle Angel Alita Last Order uh, run. And that uh, run had a rewrite of the ending of the final novel, so it would fit better. And basically, the, the rewritten ending was Alita comes back from the dead. She has. Um, she comes back from the dead. They give her, like, a synthetic human body, in a sense, where it's human-like, but it's, it's obviously not human. She's still a cyborg. Uh, and they give her a new outfit and stuff, and she actually gets to walk around Zalem and get to figure out, like, the, where she was before uh, everything happened and how she was from Mars and from this special team that was at war with Earth because, like, there was colonies on all these other planets. Um, and... These colonies went to war with each other over resources and Mars went against Earth and then they ended up getting shot out of the sky and she fell to Earth into the into Zalem. And so we get a little bit of backstory on that. So that's rewritten and then they end up driving the central intelligence or the main hive mind, I guess you could say, of Zolom insane to the point where she dies, and Zolem gets turned into this big flower. It was also used as, like, a space station, too, for ports and stuff from the other colonies on other planets. So, all in all, the Alita series is definitely a 9.5, a definite read. I would read it all over again. I'm going to read it all over again, but for anybody who hasn't, I definitely would read this. It's a good manga comic, and... I just want to say uh, I definitely recommend this, and it was a really good series. But thank you very much for listening to this 1K special. Uh, We're going to be doing some more stuff for the 1K special. We're going to do some gameplays of Call of Duty and stuff, so we're not completely done with our 1K celebration. But stay tuned, and uh, we'll let you know what we're going to do next for our 1K celebration. But it's going to be a live stream of some sort. But thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you all in the next one.